Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. I'm V, and in this podcast, we talk about all the aspects of my crazy beautiful life, whether it be working professional, student athlete, busy bee, sustainability, advocate, lifestyle, health, fitness, and more. This is my life, and welcome along for the ride. Right now, I'm just sort of sitting in my room. It's a Monday morning, which, as you guys know, my favorite day of the week is Mondays. I'm very much like a Sunday evening, Monday morning type of gal. I just love doing like face masks and drinking tea and prepping for the week and planning. So I'm just in my room and I'm feeling very um, well rested, if you will. I'm feeling very excited for the week ahead and I'm just feeling super, super, super grateful for what I have in my life, who I have in my life, um, the people that I have in my life at this moment are all just such amazing people and I really don't feel like anyone is here just to take up space. I feel like everyone who's in my life is here for a reason and that's just sort of how I'm feeling this morning. I did a lot of journaling last night on my iPad and then also some more this morning and once you really journal and you just sort of like put it all out there and let it flow with the intent that no one else is going to read it and even if someone else did read it I wouldn't really care. Um, it kind of puts things into perspective and yeah I'm just feeling feeling super present and that is sort of a precursor for today's episode. This week I will not be doing a week at a glance just because the past week um, has been different and it's not really my story to tell of the things that have occurred in this last week. Some of the things that did occur is that I came back to Toronto on Monday um, when the last episode went live with my sister. My sister and I recorded an episode when I was home still for Christmas holidays um, and it's really good. So that was the last episode. It's all about goal setting and everything like that. Um, but I came back to Toronto on Monday and then I like worked here and there, worked out here and there. Um, did groceries at like 2 a.m. when Danny had a car and my roommate finished work and the grocery store is 24-7. So yeah, just a just an interesting week. Um, and yeah, that's that's why we get a glance. I'm sorry that's a little bit weird and not the same as usual, but it's not my story to tell. My song of the week this week is definitely Through a Glass by Henry Jameson. You know those songs that you listen to and they literally make you feel like you're like in a movie? I, when I listen to the song, I literally feel like I'm in a movie. Like last night, I was heading down to Patagonia um, and I was on the streetcar and like when I got off the streetcar, I was listening to that song. It was right when like, not necessarily the beat drops, but like the song sort of like picks up and I was like standing there and like I wasn't wearing my glasses. So like all the city lights are like really, really blurry because Patagonia is like right downtown. So there's a lot of city lights. All the city lights are like blurry and there's people and it was cold and I could see my breath. And that song literally just makes me feel like I'm in a movie. <laughs> so you definitely need to listen to that song. It's called Through a Glass by Henry Jameson. It's really good. I just wish it were longer. It's way too short. Like it's such a, a good song. And I think it's only like just under three minutes. I'm not really sure, but I love that song. And that has totally been the song of my week. I've had it on replay. I love that song and you need to listen to it. This week I can't get enough of is definitely tofu steaks. I have been making tofu steaks like crazy and I don't know why I call them steaks. I just like I take a normal size block of tofu, I cut it into three sections, so each section is about 100 grams, because usually blocks of tofu are about 300 to 325 grams, so then I cut it into three sections, that's 100 grams each, which um, 
transfers to about 17, 18 grams of protein. Um, so I just cut them up and then I fry them with soy sauce, lemon juice, garlic powder, and pepper. And I literally fry the shit out of them so that they're all like crispy and good. And I have been eating tofu steaks like crazy, low calorie, high protein, and I love them. So that is what I can't get enough of this week. Thank you to those of you who have shared the podcast on your Instagram stories. Please post on your IG stories when you when you guys listen to the podcast because this podcast literally will not and cannot grow without your help. So I'm really calling upon you guys to sort of help me spread the message. If you benefit from this podcast, then it's probably likely that your followers will benefit from it too. So just a simple post on your Instagram story or telling a friend about it or something like that can go a really long way for me. So thank you for those of you who have already done that it means the world to me this podcast won't grow without you so thank you so much I need all of the help that I can get so going off of the last couple weeks we've been talking about a lot of goal setting prepping for the new year and the new year is like one of my favorite times of year I am a Pisces I love planning I love having things figured out I love being organized I like knowing what I'm doing tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that I'm just a huge planner and just all around prepping for the future makes me really excited and I really enjoy it you guys know me I have a play-by-play of every day of my life I plan out huge goals for the future small goals for tomorrow and because I'm so goal oriented and planning oriented I often get really caught up in the future and I forget about the now I am always forgetting about the moment that I'm in and because I'm so focused on what's happening next you know we have all these constant demands of of what next what are we going to do next we have to go to work this day and this the next day and school and I'm planning for the future and I'm planning to eventually buy a house and I'm I'm planning to buy a boat and I'm planning to do this and we're always just prepping for the future the future the future stressing over the future figuring out what's happening in the future that we often forget about the now who needs something from me when will I get this done when will I have time to meal prep when will I clean my house when will I do my laundry we just have all these constant demands that are pulling us out of the present moment and forcing us into the future with so many constant stressors about who we need to be and when we need to be them we have constant communication via our cell phones Um, everyone is connected via mobile connection and also now that we have like 3g and lte like before cell phones were just cell phones and they called people now we have cell phones that i can still check my my work emails i can still check my school emails i can still check my personal emails i can still go on instagram i can still check my marks i can check all of my like student things like I can go on like um, Quirkus and like look at all the assignments that I have to do like we are just constantly connected and I don't want this to mean that phones are a bad thing I use my phone all of the time to text the people that I care about to call my mom I call my mom literally every day Um, it's weird if we go like a few days without talking on the phone but that's usually because we just don't have something to talk about like at that exact moment but even like sometimes I talk to my mom multiple times a day like I think phones are an excellent tool but I also think phones are a huge 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 distraction as to what is going on in the present moment think about this for a second 
Have you ever been in lecture? And I'm sure you have if you listen to the podcast. In that present moment, what you should be doing is paying attention and learning. You are paying to be at that university. You are paying to attend that lecture. Yet sometimes when we sit down in lecture, a lot of the times I'm so guilty of this, I completely forget about the present moment and I am completely distracted on my phone. Even sometimes when I sit down to write a paper or an assignment, I have such a hard time being present in writing that paper or in writing that assignment that I'm checking my phone like every three minutes. Nothing is happening. Nothing is going on on my phone that is more important than the paper that I need to finish right now. Also, a lot of the times when we're spending time with people that we love, spending time with our friends, blah, 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 how many times do you have to ask your friend to repeat something or or your sister or your sibling or your cousin or your grandma? How many times do you have to ask them to repeat something because you didn't hear fully what they were saying because you were on your phone? Phones are just such a huge distraction and they don't need to be that way. They can be an effective tool for communication and an effective tool for bettering ourselves instead of constantly distracting us from the now. Have you ever been out and about doing groceries, doing whatever? Have you ever been at work? And instead of thinking about what you are doing in that moment, you're thinking instead about what you could be doing, what you could be planning, what you should be doing. Are you ever with someone and you aren't really listening to a word that they're saying, you're just thinking about how you're going to respond or you're thinking about cutting them off before they say more because you have something so important to say? Think about the last time that you were hanging out with someone that you love. Were you staring down at your phone? Are you constantly thinking about the, what if I get into grad school? What if I don't get accepted to this university? What if I quit this job? What if I do this? What if I do that? What if we focused more on the what nows what ifs versus what nows this episode is all about the power of presence and how we can utilize the power of presence to improve our everyday lives both short and long term So you guys, today's episode isn't going to be super long because the last few episodes have been really long and also because the power of presence is just such a simple tool, but also it's really complex, (laughs) but it is like a, a really easy thing to explain and also an easy thing to realize and an easy thing to learn about and appreciate and master. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about this one quality that will completely transform and change your life and that is the power of presence. I really want to start this next segment with a quote from Oprah Winfrey, and she said, whatever has happened to you in the past has no power over you in this present moment because life is now. And I just think that that is so true. Life is happening right now. No matter what happened to you yesterday, what you did or didn't do yesterday, what you failed to do three months ago, life is happening now. And you have the power to do anything you want right now. But the things that happened three months ago have no power over you in this exact moment. I think we could all benefit from being a little bit more present. I know I definitely can. I'm frequently distracted. I'm constantly stressing about the future. I am on my phone a lot. I'm on my phone way more than I need to be. And I think I'm on my phone like an embarrassing amount, but I really am trying to cut down my phone time and replace like mindlessly scrolling through Instagram with like reading or something like that. But I think we could all bring a little bit more presence into our lives, um, into the decisions that we make and also in our relationships and in ourselves and in our minds. So let's start with the people in our lives. Think about this because these numbers are a little bit weird and this entire 
concept is kind of just like this weird paradox of thoughts that I read in a book called Sacred Powers. The average human has about 70,000 thoughts per day, which is about one thought per second. Now think about all the small and irrelevant decisions that we have made to turn left instead of turn right, to go to one school instead of not go to the other, or for example, um, me deciding to go to like the U of T seminar when I was in grade 12. You know, I didn't really think much of it at the time. I was just like, yeah, I'm in grade 12. I'm supposed to go to these seminars by universities. Imagine if I was sick that day or imagine if I had a rugby tournament that day or imagine that I couldn't have gone to that U of T seminar that day. I had a math test or something in one of my other classes that I couldn't miss. Just think about that. If I didn't make that very, very, very small decision with one of those 70,000 thoughts that I had in a day, I wouldn't actually be where I am right now. And you can even think about this with even before your existence. Think about all of the small, little, tiny decisions that led to you being to where you are right now. There are an infinite amount of possibilities. There are an infinite amount of small, small, small decisions that led up to you being here with the people that you're with, in the situation that you have, the job that you have, the school that you have. Every single person that is around you is a product of a million and million and million and infinite amount of small decisions. For example, we can go all the way back to the time when my parents met. My parents met on a bus in London, England. My dad was a bus driver. My mom was a nanny. What if my mom decided to take a different bus route? She never would have met my dad. What if my mom decided to take a different nanny job than the one that she took that she needed to take that specific bus for? What if my dad didn't decide to move from Belfast, Northern Ireland to London, England? What if my mom rode the bus with a friend every day and she was constantly like, just so focused on her friend that she never even noticed my dad? And then what if when my parents moved to Canada and they came to visit my grandparents, there are two towns, actually three or four towns. There are two major towns that you can sort of go to from my grandparents' house. My grandparents used to, they don't live there anymore. They used to live in Workworth, Ontario. And you can either go to Campbellford, Ontario to get like your milk and your groceries and things like that. Or you can go to Brighton, Ontario. And my parents went to Campbellford and they were like, wow, this is a really nice town. They used to come up to my grandparents' house to visit them. They've stumbled upon this nice town. They decided to raise my, myself and my siblings there. But what if my parents went to Brighton? I would have had a completely different life. I would have different people. I would have different friends. And that was just a small decision of going to the end of my grandparents' driveway and turning left to go to Brighton or right to go to Campbellford. There's an infinite, infinite, infinite amount of small decisions that led you to where you are right now. Even me getting my job on the boat. I was looking for jobs online and I found the boat job and I actually almost didn't take it um, just because I had a lot of different there were a lot of different reasons why I almost didn't take it the guy who initially interviewed me was very bizarre and ended up not working with the company for longer than like two weeks um, but still like I was I was consulting with some of my roommates like should I take this job should I not and they were kind of like no it sounds kind of weird I don't think you should take it and blah 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 and then I just responded to the email and I was like yep I'll take the job I want the job let's do it I wouldn't have half of the people I'm just looking around my room right now at the photos I wouldn't have half of the people that I have in my life if I didn't make that really small decision to take that job I wouldn't have the majority of my closest friends I wouldn't know Danny which is so weird like Danny and I would have never crossed paths if I didn't work on the boat 
because we have completely different friend groups. We go to completely different schools. We do not live in the same area. I honestly think we never would have crossed paths if I didn't take the boat job. It's just so insane. And it's just such like a weird paradox when you think about how many infinite possibilities and infinite decisions led you to where you are right now. Maybe one day you sat in the front of lecture next to, I don't know, some guy instead of sitting in the back of lecture where you had a a few seats to yourself and maybe because you sat next to that guy in lecture and you guys started talking and you became friends now he's like one of your close friends it's just so weird when you think about these little tiny irrelevant decisions that we don't even really process that led you to where you are in this exact moment and led you to have the people that you have right now So with this knowledge and knowing that you have 70,000 thoughts a day, one every second, and because you acted upon one of those small decisions, you have created the entire life that you have right now with all of the people in it. Knowing that if someone made one small decision differently somewhere along your path, you would not have the same people that you have in your life right now. Don't you think you would want to appreciate those people a little bit more? Don't you think that you would want to be more present in the time that you spend with those people, um, actually listening to what they're saying, appreciating their existence, spending really quality time with them? Before my last game of varsity rugby, um, we were all just in the change room and oh, my last game of varsity rugby, it feels so weird to say like, Even if I go to another university, I've used up my five years of eligibility. So I have no more eligibility. I can never play varsity rugby again unless I literally leave the country. Um, And that's just weird in itself. But before my last game of varsity rugby, we were all in the change room. And my coach um, is a very like sentimental lady. She's loving. She's kind. But she's like a she's a boss ass bitch that's the only way to describe her she is a boss ass bitch she gets shit done she's just a total girl boss but she's also like very empathetic and compassionate and usually before a game especially like a playoff game or any important game unless it's like exhibition but even exhibition this still happens coaches will give like some sort of like motivational speech or like a few a few words that um they say before the game and before the game my coach was saying to just look around the room at all of the girls and we are all sitting around the room with our jerseys on our boots on like we're ready to just fire it up you know and we're just all sitting there like game face on and she said to look around the room and look at all the girls that are here right now and then she said that you never know when it will be your last game because we didn't know. If we won that game, we would move on. If we lost that game, we were done. She said, you never know when it will be your last time to play the sport that you love with the people that are here right now. You never know which moment is going to be your last and you will never have this exact moment back. And I remember just sitting there and I was like, I'm going to cry and like I can't cry right before a game because I'm supposed to be like angry and like fired up like it's rugby baby. Like, you know what I mean? And I was just looking around the room and I was like, holy shit, like she's totally right. Like you just you never know. You never know about what's going to happen in the future. The future is not guaranteed. And we constantly 
think that it is and we constantly take time for granted and we constantly think that we have more time with this person and that person and whatever but that's not always the case like even just in terms of like the friends that you have right now like I'm in my fifth year of university and I don't know where I'll be next year I don't know if I'll get into grad school I don't know if I'll stay in Toronto I don't know if I will move home I don't know so just sort of like looking around at the people that I have right now, I might not have time with them for much longer in case I move. And yes, we're still going to be friends, but it's not like we're still going to be neighbors or, or roommates or living in the same city. You know, it's, it's just never guaranteed. I've already experienced this with a few of my closest, closest friends. One of my roommates, um, who became basically a sister of mine, she actually moved home to Scotland. And I always sort of thought we had more time and we have more time. And you know, like this is, this is just the way that it is. And then she moved and I'm like, holy crap. Like, I wish I appreciated the time that we had together, like so, so, so much more. And that's not to say that I don't, but you can always look back and wish you did more and wish you had more quality time and more movie nights and more nights watching The Bachelor and more time together. Or one of my other best friends, um, she moved out to the East Coast. And I just always think like, holy shit, like there was a time when we were literally living in the same city and we didn't spend as much time together as we should because now you live on the east coast our friends you guys were in our 20s um our friends are about to go all over the place people are going to be moving to different countries people are going to be moving back to your hometown getting married having babies friends are going to be moving to different provinces provinces pursuing different careers we just literally never know what's going to happen next we don't know what is going to happen in the future the future is not guaranteed my breath also is not promised your next breath is also not promised which is a very weird and dark thing to think about but just with things that have been happening around me lately I've just truly learned that we never know what can happen to us we don't know if we're going to be healthy five years from now we don't know if our friends will be healthy five years from now I don't know if I'm going to wake up next morning breathing and you don't know that you're going to wake up next morning breathing because the future is not guaranteed and we can pretend that it is and the longer that you pretend that you have that sort of control and the longer that you pretend that we have everything guaranteed and we're going to live longer and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and everything if I plan myself when I'm 30 years old that 30 year old me is 100% guaranteed the longer you sort of live with that mindset the harder it's going to be for you to appreciate everything in the present moment so the next time that you are hanging out with someone that you love and I mean like truly hanging out like not just like sitting on the couch or whatever. I mean like truly, truly hanging out. The next time you're hanging out with someone or you're spending quality time with someone that you love, focus on truly being there. Not thinking about the past or planning for the future. Not focusing on what you're going to say next or how you're going to leave early. Not looking at your phone. Just being fully present with them. Okay, next up, we're going to talk about being present in the decisions that we make. And every day we make mundane decisions like that we don't even think about. We just do things out of the habit of doing them. And we literally aren't thinking about half of this, like half, probably 80 or 90% of the decisions that we make in a day. We're not even really thinking about making those decisions. So for example, putting eggshells in the garbage, putting, grabbing a coffee at Timmy's, 
ordering an Uber to go to work? What if you were more present in making those really small decisions? Think about it. If I was more present when putting eggshells in the garbage and I was truly thinking about what I was doing, I would probably put the eggshells in the compost. If I was more present about going and getting Tim Hortons, like actually thinking like I am going to Tim Hortons and I am getting a coffee and I am present in this moment, I would probably bring a reusable mug instead of getting one of their non-recyclable wax-covered paper ones. If I was more present in the moment of going to work, if I was truly thinking about and being present with the decisions that I'm making, I would probably take public transit instead of taking an Uber because it is more environmentally friendly. There are so many decisions that we do every single day that we are just so not present in. We're literally just on autopilot going through the motions, doing the things that we need to do and not even really focusing on being present in those decisions and actually thinking about the implications of that decision. For an example, when you brush your teeth, are you super present in that moment? Probably not. You're half asleep in the morning and you are just brushing your teeth because that is just something that you do every single morning. But if you were more present in that time of brushing your teeth, maybe you would notice that you spend more time brushing one side of your teeth than the other. Maybe you would notice that you leave the tap running water, wasting water when you don't need to. Maybe you would notice that one of your teeth aren't feeling so great and it's time to go to the dentist. Maybe you would notice that your lips are dry and you need to put on some chapstick. Once you really tap into the presence of every moment, you start to notice a lot more about life and a lot more about yourself and a lot more about the things that are going on. Even large decisions require your wholehearted, undivided presence to get in touch with your thoughts and emotions and allowing you to understand how you truly feel about making those large decisions. So let's think of an example of a big life decision that would require your wholehearted presence, undivided attention, and you just really need to be present in that moment in order to make the right decision. So this is completely hypothetical and nothing related to the situation that I'm currently in. (laughs) As a disclaimer, just for the record, Um, say that you were to get a job that requires you to move out of the province and move to a completely different province. And, you know, it's a great job. It's the job that you want, but it's not where you want it to be. If you were not super present in the moment, you would be like, yep, I got to do that. I got to go to that job. That is just what's calling my name. That's the job that I need. So I'm just going to go do it. And that is a decision. But if you were super present in the moment, you would be more in touch with your emotions, more in touch with your subconscious and your thoughts and your mind and your body and your spirit. And you would really have the capacity to truly think about what does leaving the province, going to a different province and going to get that job mean to you? Does it mean that you start your dream career that you have always wanted to have? And does it mean that it makes you happy and excited and a little bit nervous? Um, Does it make you feel warm? Does it make you feel special? Does it make you feel accomplished that you finally got that job, that dream job that you needed? Or does it make you feel a lot of regret and resentment towards that job? And, you know, you're going to take it anyways, but Do you feel like it's not really what your heart wants you to do? Does your heart want you to stay close to the people that you love? Is your heart crying out for a new experience actually and you really want to go? Is your heart deeply saddened that you have to give up 
everything that you love in the province that you love with the weather that you love and the people that you love to go and just do a job because that is what is part of the plan of your life when you bring this sort of element to presence into your decision making and thought processing um, you notice a lot more about yourself and the ever-changing world around you you notice about the meanings that you ascribe to things you notice the feelings that things give you and you just really sort of tap into what your true purpose or your true calling is because maybe during that time of you thinking about leaving for leaving the province for that job um you might be really excited like I mentioned you might be like yes finally this is what I wanted or you might be feeling like damn like I suck for choosing a career that is going to force me to leave everything that I love. And you're not really going to notice these emotions or be in touch with these emotions if you don't have a pres- uh, a, a, the power of presence within yourself. And being present with ourselves in our minds and ultimately our lives, which we kind of just talked upon. But there are two videos that I really want you guys to watch that just really demonstrate the turn of events or the turn of my life, if you will, when I decided that I wanted to live life so presently, so wholeheartedly and so truly. So the first video is called 2018 Dreaming With My Eyes Open. 2018 was one of the best years of my life because that is when I discovered the power of presence and how you can really use the power of presence in your everyday life to make your life so colorful and so beautiful and so fun. (laughs) Like 2018 was really, really, really fun. And the majority of the time when 2018 was really fun, my phone was dead, like literally dead. Like there were times where I was on the beach with my friends and my phone was dead and my parents were freaking out because I don't live in the same city as them. And I usually pick up when they answer and I was just on the island living so presently. My phone was dead. Literally wasn't even thinking about the fact that my parents were probably wondering where I was or why I wasn't answering their phone calls. But I was present and I was having the best time ever. There are countless times in 2018 where I was so present in the moment and just so full of love and full of life that I just forgot about everything else that existed. And another video that really demonstrates the power of presence and how presence has improved my life is 2019 living life out loud both of those videos are up on my youtube channel and i think i can link them in the show notes i'll do my best um but both of those videos are really special to me because they just sort of prove that being present can really 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 improve and change your life like those videos are a direct reflection of some moments of my life where i was so stinking present in the moment that I just forgot everything else existed other than my camera and I'm so happy and grateful to have captured so many amazing moments on camera and if you're one of my friends and you're like wondering why I'm filming things you'll thank me at some point at some point you'll look back and see footage of yourself having the time of your life and I hope (laughs) I hope you like it so yeah When you realize that the present moment is a gift, you will start to suck everything out of this life you possibly can. 
when you realize that this exact moment of you listening to my podcast right here, right now, whether you are walking to school on the subway, in your car in traffic, sitting in your room, out for a jog. I know one of my listeners listens to my podcast when she's on the stair climber. So keep climbing, girl. Climb those stairs. <laughs> but when you realize that this exact moment the with the people that are around you with the things that are around you and the context that you're in will never happen the exact same way again, you'll really start to cherish it. Even if it's just a stupid little thing, like if you're sitting on the subway right now, just look around, like look at all the different people on the subway, look at all the different people on the streetcar and just think to yourself, I'm never going to be in this exact moment, in this exact day, time, weather, scenario, podcast, um, sitting next to this person who is sitting too close to me. Um, I'm never going to be in this exact same moment again. So I may as well just appreciate it. When you stop focusing on what next, what next, what next, what I have to do next, what I have to do after school, what I have to do after work, what do I have to do in my career, what do I have to do for my life, how am I going to make money, how am I going to pay off my student debts, when you stop focusing on what next and focus on the what now, you will find that your life is much more fulfilling. In 2019, there were so many times where I was so truly present and all of those times have one thing in common. My phone was either dead or not with me. And that is just the hard, cold, true reality of our phones. And if you are one of my friends and you're listening to this, like I literally will tell you to put your phone away. If I'm going to be spending time with someone, I want to be spending time with them. And I don't mean like spending time like, you know, just sitting on the couch or spending time just like... I don't know, at the library or studying or something like that. I mean, like, actually, like, we are doing this. Like, we are going out for dinner. We are, you know, going to do this together. We're going skating together. I mean, things like that. Like, I truly think that we all deserve undivided attention because I could die tomorrow. You could die tomorrow. I could move away. You could move away. We could end up on polar opposite sides of the world. My mom's best friend lives in New Zealand and my mom lives in Ontario and they are still such, 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 such close friends. They keep in contact via phone calls and FaceTime, but also through letters. Many, many, many years they wrote letters back and forth, but like there may be a time where we're not going to have the same situation that we have right now. There may be a time where you don't live in the same city as your closest friends anymore there may be a time where you don't even have contact to your closest friend because they are in a totally different time zone total different time zone like New Zealand where they're like 18 hours ahead and basically a whole day ahead of us and it's just like so bizarre like we may never have this again so just really appreciate the friends that you have in front of you right now appreciate the thoughts and emotions and feelings that you're having right now. Um, every time you feel a different emotion, try and really sit with it, feel it out instead of suppressing it and sweeping it under the rug, be present in those emotions and then use them to sort of fuel your rise again. I am so not afraid to make a fool of myself in public when I'm being present with my friends or with my mom or with my sister my sister and I are constantly just like singing randomly in her car and half the time we don't even notice that my mom has texted us and been like hey have you left the gym yet like 
or I'm not afraid to like dance on the beach with my best friends like and literally dance like no one is watching I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself in public when I'm having fun and being present I'm not afraid to tell my friends and my family about how much I love them and how important they are to me and I'm not afraid to pay attention to my daily choices out of fear that I'm not making the right ones. I'm really not afraid to pay like very close attention to my daily decisions and then I can recognize where I need to improve. Some people don't want to focus on their daily decisions because they know that they need to improve yet they don't want to do it. I'm not afraid to focus on any aspect of my life and really be present in that aspect so that I can find areas for improvement. I'm not afraid of living my life here and now being as present as possible. Once you master the power of presence, you will honestly master your life. You will be able to complete assignments and studying things so much faster and of such better quality because in that moment you are present doing that assignment instead of planning the assignments that you need to do next week or looking down and scrolling through your phone or checking your emails or whatever it may be. When you are more present in your workouts, you'll focus, you'll be more focused on what feels good for your body and what doesn't. What areas of, of your body need maybe a little bit more strength training and what areas of your body maybe need a little bit more flexibility. When you're present in your workouts, you're going to focus on the range of motion at the joints and is it a normal range of motion or is it not enough range of motion? Is it too much range of motion? Um, you'll focus on, on maybe some injuries or ailments that you didn't know existed when you focus on your workouts and when you're present in your workouts. When you're present in your workouts, you'll focus on how you can use your breath to lift heavier, run faster, push harder, jump higher, swim faster, whatever it may be. When you're more present in your relationships and your friends and your family, you will just have your relationships will just be so much stronger. You'll have such a deeper connection, a stronger bond, um, and your relationships will just all around be better. You'll appreciate those around you more when you're really present in your relationships. And you also might even notice as to who that you no longer want to be present in your life. When you are more present in your travel, instead of focusing on what you need to do when you get back from travel, how much you need to work in order to make up for the money lost you that you spent traveling but also the money lost while you weren't working as you were traveling when you really just forget about those things and be really present in the moment that you are traveling whether it be a small weekend trip to your friend's cottage or whether it be flying across the world to go to Singapore or whatever the hell you may be doing when you're really 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 present in your travel experiences then you will get a lot more out of those experiences you will be more focused on all of the amazing and different things around you in that different context, that different environment, the different people, the different culture, the different smells and the different sounds that you experience. You can even focus on different different smells, different sounds, different lighting, different temperatures and just like very mundane but different things that you're doing. If you go to a different grocery store, for God's sakes, make it a little bit more interesting or a little bit more exciting by being a little bit more present. But travel especially. Focus less on the Instagram photos that you're going to post, the people that you're going to tell about 
how amazing your traveling was, um, the things that you're going to do the next time you go traveling, the things that you would do different, the things that you would do the same. Just focus on being really present and absorbing everything that's around you, taking it all in, and you'll probably remember a lot more as well. When you learn how to utilize the power of presence in your everyday life, your overall fulfillment improves. Relationships grow deeper. Life becomes more colorful and things become more memorable. It's time to put your phone away and focus on the who, what, where, when, how. It's time to focus on the now. It's a beautiful life.